Hello, welcome to Talking Sense, the podcast hosted by me, Johnny Lawrence. And me, Christy Calloway-Gale. We will be talking to you over the course of the next two episodes about this 2018-2019 interdisciplinary working group hosted at the Ashmolean Museum about the senses, the relationship between the senses and literature, and the relationship between the senses and art. In this episode, we will be talking to Hugo Shakeshaft and Helena Guzik, the organisers of the project. And then we're going to be talking to two participants of the project about their research and why they joined Talking Sense. So now I'm talking to Hugo and Helena, the conveners of the project. So I'm Hugo and I am a junior research fellow at Christchurch working on ancient history, in particular ancient Greek history. I'm Helena Guzik, I'm a DPhil student in History of Art and I work on 15th and 16th century Italian court culture and specifically for this project, Pilgrimage. Hugo, what do you think the basis of Talking Sense is? Where does it come from and what is it? So Talking Sense is an interdisciplinary research project funded by the AHRC and Torch, uh, hosted at Oxford University in partnership with the Ashmolean. Um, and the, the real purpose of the project was to bring together a group of DPhil uh, researchers and early career researchers to explore the subject of the senses, uh, first in a series of workshop days at the Ashmolean, and then second, the kind of culmination of the project, in a series of public gallery talks about objects in the Ashmolean's collection. Well, you say interdisciplinary, we've even got a neuroscientist on the, on the team, so it really is. Helena, where does this come out from? So both Hugo and I had the opportunity to participate in a similar research group of a similar structure um, called Talking Religion in the 2017-2018 academic year. That project came out of the broader Empires of Faith project and the exhibition Imagining the Divine Art and the Rise of World Religions that was at the Ashmolean. And the structure was similar. We had sort of interdisciplinary workshop days and it culminated in paired public gallery talks in conjunction with the exhibition. And the response to that was great. The Ashmolean liked it. We got great public feedback. And uh, the museum was really interested in seeing how we could take that format forward and continue to involve early career researchers in conversation with the permanent collection. So that's really the goal of Talking Sense. And what's nice is that it provides sort of a general enough format that we can continue to think about this for further projects moving forward in upcoming years. Great. And so how do you two both come to Talking Sense? What's your background? So I came uh, to this project through my DPhil research, which is uh, on early Greek ideas of beauty, uh, and in particular their relevance to Greek religion. And it was through looking at uh, archaic poetry, and in particular these representations of beautiful landscapes, which emphasise this incredibly sort of rich, sensual synesthesia. So you have the beautiful groves and uh, cool flowing streams and fragrant fruit and all of this stuff. And it was through that that I thought, ah, the senses is another wonderful subject to explore in, in religion. And then rather selfishly, I thought, well, maybe there are other people we can all bring together around this, this, common, this common theme. And we're very much not all doing religion as well. It really has broadened yeah. out into a wide array of possible artworks. And Helena, where's, where's your background? So my own research focuses on 15th and 16th century Italy um, and court culture during that period. And particularly right now, I'm working on pilgrimage and how it affected court patronage and you know, responses amongst the nobility mm -hmm. to this widespread phenomenon. Um, it didn't start as a specifically okay. sensory project, but you know, over the course of talking to people and the more readings that I do, um, because I'm particularly interested in material culture, 
the senses have come out of that. And could you explain for us sort of the run through of what a gallery talk would look like? What's the what's the end result of Talking Sense? Uh, so the end result of Talking Sense is a series of paired gallery talks in the Ashmolean by participants of the Talking Sense project. Um, the paired structure came out of Talking Religion, so our previous sort of uh, our parent project, if you will. Uh, and really the purpose of that was to encourage people to engage even more fully with each other's ideas. So we have that interdisciplinary collaborative emphasis in our project. And so the real aim is for each talk to be focused on one particular object in the Ashmolean, to illuminate a particular theme around the subject of the senses. So for instance, it might be death and the senses. How important are the senses in thinking about death in different areas of life? Um, and then linking that with another object, perhaps in a completely different gallery in the museum, to highlight that common theme, but of a completely different time and place that the object illuminates. And I think something that's come out of you know our handling sessions with Jim Harris, who we'll be hearing from later in the series, uh, you can find these sort of really nice theme thematic connections, these broad themes between objects that are unexpected, things that you might not necessarily stop and look at if you were just a casual visitor in the galleries, you realize that there are these kind of cross-temporal, cross-geographic, cross-cultural connections that are accessible with just a short walk between a couple of galleries. Um, so what's been really exciting is to watch people in incredibly different disciplines with varying degrees of experience working directly with objects in the museum, um, coming up with these interesting themes and making these connections and hopefully the public are going to be really excited about the talks. Fingers crossed. Have you got any teasers for what we can expect from the talks? Well, as Hugo mentioned, death in the senses is a theme that we're um, excited to be looking into, and we have a couple of excellent researchers working on that topic. Another really cool one that's come out is uh, the senses and disease. And um, Hugo and I are thinking about talking about the senses and transformation of the body. So oh, the, the talks kind of run the whole gamut of experience. But if you had a tattoo, transform the body. <laughs> thank you very much, Hugo and Helena. Sorry, that's quite funny for me. Uh, thank you very much, Hugo and Helena, for that wonderful chat. Now we've heard from Hugo and Helena, the organisers of Talking Sense. Johnny is going to go and speak to two participants in the project, Rafaela and Carrie, and we're going to be hearing about their DFOR research and also why they decided to join Talking Sense. So I'm just here chatting with Carrie and Rafaela. Guys, do you want to introduce yourselves? Hello, I'm Rafaela Rohofer and I'm a third year DPhil at the English faculty studying medieval English literature. And my name is Dr. Carrie Ryan and I just graduated uh, with a DPhil from the Department of Social and Cultural Anthropology. Congratulations. Thank you. So, we were just wondering for the podcast if you wouldn't mind talking a bit more about your research and how you have kind of linked that to the senses, if at all. I work on late medieval contemplative and devotional literature in Middle English and Latin in, in England. And I'm also an art historian specialising in late medieval manuscript illumination. More specifically, I research the two dialectical forces of love and dread, which operate in constant movement. The foundation of my work is the consideration that love is such an ever-present and mutable concept that it cannot be easily demarcated, but must be considered in relation to an extensive corpus of pedagogical strategies and in conjunction with a range of other emotions. Well, and Carrie, what, what do you do? Or did? <laughs> so my fieldwork uh, focused on aging, dying, and elder care in America. And in particular, I was building off of and writing about my experiences of living and working in a retirement community in Los Angeles. So I 
was looking at how aging and dying trajectories have become more and more precarious in the United States, why that's the case, and how it is that elders and the people that love them are grappling with these very kind of tense and anxious periods of time. Both quite emotionally stressful people, I would say. <laughs> um, so, your, when you got the email through for Talking Sense with the application call, what drew you to apply, Rafaela? Well, I'm exploring the medieval mystics mostly, especially tooling of Norwich, and I've become more and more interested in apophatic understanding and the role of silence in texts that try to communicate the apexes of contemplative love. This is something that is essentially beyond language and beyond our linguistic devices. The apophatic tradition in the way it textualizes God rejects imagery and is keenly aware of the provisionality of language when talking about the divine. And silence in these texts functions as a fertile ground of communication between the human soul and God. And it is made possible when you enter with great humility, you, seek, you, you cease to seek contact actively, and as a consequence you stop using your cognitive faculties and become a receptacle instead. So your default very much is linked to it the senses? It is very much linked to, yes, actually, I, I did not start out like this. Initially, I focused on the cataphatic tradition, by which I mean affirmative theology that uses verbal and visual means to conceive of God. And I wrote a book about another late medieval mystic, Marjorie Kemp, who is heavily steeped in cataphatic thought. She is an exponent of the so-called charisma lacrimarum, which is the gift of tears, and often shocks her fellow pilgrims, pilgrims with her violent weeping. And she uses a highly emotive sensory register. But the cataphatic branch of theology is by no means entirely distinct from apophatic theology, and the way they interact shapes the reader's spiritual engagement and anagogical growth. Wonderful. And Carrie, what drew you to apply to Talking Sense? Uh, lots of things drew me to this project. I. Well, let me start with this. I, my, my work really thinks seriously about the senses as a way of knowing and a way of attending to human bodies. Caregiving work is all about using the senses to know. And anthropology in a broader sense is also about using the senses to know. Sight, hearing, um, smell, touch. And so my work really focuses on trying to illuminate how sensorial work is used in elder care to attend to older people um, and to make meaning out of, out of caring for the old. So my work theoretically thinks about the senses as a way of knowing, but I also um, have thought how important the senses are to think about how to make my work matter in a public sense and to a public audience. I think oftentimes when we think about older people or aging and dying, we think about this in very abstracted terms um, and tend to forget that we age and die in bodies and that a lot of our experiences around aging and dying have to do with our own grandparents who we would have held hands with, um, that we would have gone into the nursing home where they lived and have smelled what that might have been like to have been there. Um, and I think a lot of these sensorial experiences make these issues come to life for people and, and 
that's critical in making this work matter. Of course, yeah. And of course, public engagement in terms of getting people to understand what your deal is about will work beautifully in this format over the public gallery talks and even this podcast that listener you're listening to. <laughs> and how does that um, experience, or both of your experiences, shape your project that we're working on together? So how are you linking what you've learned and researched and experienced to the art object that you've chosen from the National Union, or not art object, of course? I think my experience and also my research has shown me that there's a level of transience in life and also especially concerning my research that there's a difference from looking from a human or from a divine perspective. The senses can function as a means to bridge the gap between humanity and divinity. Um, and I think when I will be talking about time and eternity, I will just make that connection. I will be talking about reading and the Alfred Jewel and Thomas Beckett's casket. And I will also talk about a few very fashionable late medieval ivories that depict the Annunciation, where some of the bystanders are far too fashionable to be true. And Carrie, how does yours look? So I am going to be focusing on a gallery talk that deals with death in the senses. Shocker. <laughs> and I, I believe the, the title of our talk will be Making Sense of Death. And the it's a lovely pun. <laughs> it is, isn't it? The object that I'm working on is just a really fascinating piece of art in Ashmolean, and it's made by Angela Palmer, who uh, took one of the mummies that the Ashmolean has of a baby boy and put it through a CT scanner to see what was inside. And she took these CT scans, these images, and she created a hundred, over a hundred slides of these scans of the body at various parts all throughout, kind of vertically uh, throughout the body, and lined them up. And it's really extraordinary because you can look at this piece of art and see this kind of 3D image made through these CT scans uh, appear of what is inside uh, this, this mummy and what this little boy looked like. Mm -hmm. um, but as you kind of walk around this image or this artwork, the 3D picture of this boy that you see kind of vertically starts to disappear horizontally. And it's really kind of profound because death is all about presence and absence. Absolutely. Exactly links back to the Middle Ages and the Asmoriendi tradition of preparing for your death every day. I can find so many points of contact between what Carrie is doing and what I am doing, even though we are separated by at least a thousand years. Mm -hmm. And that's really the point of these Ashmolean gallery talks and the workshops to bring us all together and talk about how our research through the senses and not through the senses really overlaps. Thank you so much for talking to us on the podcast today. And listeners, as you can see or hear, no matter how long you want to see it, um, or hear it, then these talks will be exploring very beautiful, very different and very interesting aspects of the Ashmolean collection. And they all have a paired theme. So come along and listen to what we've got to say. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the Talking Sense podcast. In the next episode, Johnny and I are going to be talking about recent scholarship on the census, which we've been discussing in the workshop days we've been having. And I will be going to interview Dr Jim Harris, who's been helping run and organise the workshop days at the Ashmolean. Music for the show was by David Hillowitz, Moment of Truth piano version, provided by freemusicarchive.org. This podcast was presented, edited and produced by me, Christy Calloway-Gale. And me, Johnny Lawrence. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.